Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, Stocks Trading Mix, and the afternoon call brought to you by Anshin Block and Anshin, the big firm alternative for the financial services industry. Anshin specializes in working with middle market hedge funds. Consider the alternative and find your expert partner at Anshin. Now, we head right over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call, and here is Bill Maloney. Good afternoon, Charlie. It has been an ugly day for technology stocks, with the semiconductor index down as much as 6.1%. The Dow is up just 48 points after climbing 123. The S&Ps are down 7, while the Nasdaq drops 137 points, or 2.2%. The small cap 600 is up 4 points, and the U.S. 10 yield at 2.2%. Seven of the main 11 SP sectors are still trading higher, led by gains in energy, financials, and materials, Technology and consumer discretionary led to the downside. Nasdaq Biotech's fall 10, Transport's job 21, and the VIX is up by 11%. Leaders to the upside in the Dow are Pfizer, J.P. Morgan, and Chevron, while Apple and Microsoft led to the downside. Regarding movers, Facebook, Apple, Netflix, and Google, the FANG stocks all fell at least 3.5%, while among the retailers, Kohl's jumped 7%. Live from the First Breaking News Desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Charlie? All right. Thank you very much, Bill Maloney. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg type, squawk, S-Q-U-A-W-K, on your terminal. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you so much, Charlie Pellet. It is time for the Bloomberg ETF report brought to you by BlackRock. Worried about market volatility? Minimum volatility strategies may be able to help. To learn more, please visit BlackRock.com slash factors prepared by BlackRock Investments, LLC. Here at the Bloomberg ETF report... Bloomberg's Catherine Cowdery. Institutional investors are using smart beta ETFs in a variety of ways. FTSE Russell's annual survey showed the top reason was for risk reduction, followed by return enhancement. CLS Investments partners with thousands of institutions, advisors, and plan sponsors. CLS Investments partners with thousands of institutions, advisors, and plan sponsors to offer portfolio management solutions. Rusty Vanneman, Chief Investment Officer at CLS, on how they're Rusty Vanneman, Chief Investment Officer at CLS, on how they're utilizing ETFs. Vanneman says CLS has invested in smart beta ETFs for several years. Vanneman says CLS looks at smart beta ETFs as long-term holdings, although he adds they can be good trading vehicles as well. That's your Bloomberg ETF report. I'm Catherine Cowdery. Bloomberg VC Wrap is brought to you by Eisner Ampers Alternative Investment Summit, June 12, the New York Historical Society. Full program networking and fireside chat with Anthony Scaramucci. Request your invitation at events at eisneramper.com. Wrap it up. I'll take it. Wrap it up. I'll take it. Well, we'll uh, look at what's going on in the world of VCs. Uh, Ellen Hunt, he would join us right now. She's a Bloomberg News reporter, sits uh, right down the hall from me here. A, a really interesting story about Jared Kushner. And this ties to a real estate startup called Cadre. Yeah. Uh, what is Cadre and how did uh, Kushner get involved? So Kushner, both actually both Kushners, Jared and Josh, are considered co-founders of Cadre. And they started it with this guy, Ryan Williams. Um and what it is is it's a platform for which accredited investors or through which accredited investors can buy small slices of commercial real estate properties. So usually the sort of thing that you'd have to give money to a real estate fund for, you can actually pick and choose certain deals. 
um, and have an opportunity to sort of uh, get access to real estate deals that you I mean, so you don't have to buy a, a, an apartment building to invest in an apartment. Yeah, buildings. and you can buy a tiny slice of one, um, and and you know it's sort of a high risk, high yield investment that's not usually available to a lot of people. So the whole point is to make it accessible to more people. It's really not democratized to everybody. I can't have access to it, but if you have enough money. If you're then, an accredited investor. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, Sounds what's, like a great idea. Yeah. And, and it has raised a lot of money in the last, um, in the last couple of years. Investors are very bullish on it. Um, they most recently closed a $65 million round led by Andreessen Horowitz. But to be honest, the reason a lot of people are interested in this company is because Jared and Josh are, are still considered co-founders. Josh is very involved. Um, he has a board seat through Thrive Capital, which is um, an investor in the company, I think, led their last round. Jared is a touchier subject. Jared so, Kushner, of course, the, the – the, uh, uh, Right, senior advisor to President right. Trump, son-in-law um, as well. And Jared, uh, you know, the company will tell you that Jared is not involved, doesn't make decisions, um, and stepped down from the board before the inauguration. But he continues to hold a small stake in the company, and that was something that was not explicitly disclosed um, to the, you know, Federal ethics overseers who looked at Jared's really? holdings. Yeah, and that was the original reason that that um, you know this company sort of came up as a piece of controversy because it was shown there was a journal story about a month ago that said that oh among the undisclosed stakes that Jared Kushner held um, was a stake in this company that he was um, a, a co-founder of. And and even if he's not involved, the company you know I met with Ryan Williams. We had a long conversation. He talked a Ryan lot Williams. about the Kushners. Oh, sorry, Ryan Williams yeah. is the CEO of Cadre. We had a long conversation in which we talked a lot about the uh, influence that both Kushners had on the company, especially when it was just getting started. These people are extremely well-connected in real estate, and that was super important for getting the company off the ground. So he's both grateful for their involvement, um, you know, and he, but they, they, you know, the company would really like to emphasize that Jared's involvement in particular is past tense. Um, but I think the reality is, is it, the company would be extremely different if these two men were not involved. Because you take a look at the other folks that have invested, right? And is it leading the the most recent um, round of money that's gone into the company? Well, so past investors, you know, big names, Andreessen Horowitz led the most recent round, but there are, the company also has ties to Peter Thiel's Founders Fund. Um, there's also it's been reported that uh, the company has a credit line of 250 million dollars that sort of helps them make these deals. Uh, that comes from George Soros's uh, family office. I think there's also been reported that George Soros's family office maybe holds a stake in the company as well, an equity stake. Um, so some big names, definitely something that uh, has benefited from a strong network um, of investors and people involved in real estate. Any suggestion as to why uh, Kushner left this off? His uh, his ethics. Uh, disclosures? Uh, I think if you read the stories about it, they say that the ownership stake was held within a larger shell ownership company that was disclosed. Um, I don't think the conclusion of the discussion about the disclosure was that something uh, very wrong had been done. It was just a little bit of a gray area, but it, it did raise um, a lot of questions about, you know, what is this company to begin with? What is his involvement in it? And then, um, you know, why wasn't it disclosed? And, and, and it just put extra scrutiny on the company and, and, and shown kind of a, a spotlight on, you know, people were really asking questions of what is it? Who is, who are these other people? And, and how is Jared involved? Not to mention, Ellen, that, right? Jared still, Jared Kushner, that is, still owns a stake in the company. He does. And, um, even though the CEO says that Jared does not have operational 
oversight or any say in the company, you know, and he did sell some of his stake. He continues to hold some of it. And, then and his brother's on the board. His brother's on the board. And, um, you know, if you talk to the CEO, uh, Ryan Williams, he says that Josh, um, he and Josh talk on the phone once or twice a week, that he is calling up and giving him advice on product and investors and strategy. And, and I got the sense that uh, Josh in particular very involved, obviously, the two brothers don't hold the same role in the administration, but it's the the family connection is extremely close. So as what long kind as of Josh things- and Jared don't talk to each other, right. do they? Sorry, I missed the beginning. Of I think so. As long as Josh and Jared yeah, don't talk yeah. to each other, everything's right. good. Everything's fine. Yeah, it's it's. I think the company would like to both, you know. Uh, emphasize sort of the good parts of the partnership and then play down some of the complicated parts of it as well. So we saw the family, the Kushner family involved in, in, in China and maybe doing some things that they shouldn't have done in China in terms of uh, advertising the connections to the president. These guys just raised a $65 million line raising the valuation of the stakes that they hold. Right. The, valua- the new valuation of the company is over $800 million. Did that help? Uh, I, name? Mean, I think if you are working in real estate and you can tout uh, connections with the Kushners, that, that is helpful. I mean, part of what this company does is it actually gets deals to, to buy parts of buildings and then has the accredited investors on its platform um, come together, sort of pool money to make these purchases. So you, you need to have ins with uh, landlords, you know, people of all, you know, uh, steps of the real estate ladder and, and having a cushion involvement, I, I imagine, and, and, can't hurt. And for ethics reasons, you want to know who those other investors are that are putting the money to help raise his valuation. So we right, will find that out, too. Exactly. A great story. Thank uh, Ellen you. Hewitt, uh, yeah. from Bloomberg News. Uh, I'll put this story up on Twitter at, uh, at Corey TV. She's at Carol Masser. You're on Twitter? At Ellen Hewitt.